what's a design choice or costume that horror movies do that you just don't find scary at all? Do dolls count as a design choice or costume? Then dolls. I just cannot take dolls seriously as a horror movie. No offense to Chucky fans. I know I'm looking at one right now. Uh, No no offense taken. But uh, Staring daggers at you. I just don't get it. They're... Yeah, I never like Annabelle, right? I just never find it scary. So that. even though you love Annabelle too, or whatever, uh, origins, creations, whatever. Yeah, but she's like barely in it. It's mostly about some sort of Hulk and demon creature. <laughs> Anything that's kickable loses a little bit of yeah. the fear factor. <laughs> and like whenever they try to do a physical fight, it always just looks hilarious. It's because they're so small. Like I guess if it was a life size doll, but uh, yeah, knee high things just don't scare me. <laughs> what if it was a sex doll? Uh, I mean, I guess that'd be person size, so that would be like, more scary. Okay, I'm with you on that one. I, for me, oh, I thought long and hard about this. the The foreboding, creepy kids singing. Mm-hmm. I can always do without that. That la la la. That that yeah. just never. It never does anything for me, and it's been ruined to the point where when I watch like. Nightmare on Elm Street movies where it's all like one, two, Freddy's right. coming. Even that now, I'm just like, that was that was completely cool and okay back then. But like now I'm just like, ugh, here we go. I get it. So there's a couple other things, but I'd say that's the one thing that anytime that happens, I'm just completely like, I, I check out. Yeah, creepy kids in general. I guess that falls with the knee high thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're kickable. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's actually clowns. Anytime I see a new clown movie pop up, I'm mm-hmm. like, eh. It's going to be dumb. I don't like clowns. I mean, I, I have no fear of them like you yeah. guys do. I'm not a big fan, but after so, watching Clown, I think all clown movies now are done. Those gonna, you mean it gonna, can't get any better than yeah, that? Yeah, that peaked. Dude, Clown was such a good fucking movie. And I was going to say, this year has proven me wrong in particular because <laughs> we've seen now, in my opinion, two really good clown movies. Yeah. Um, I avoided Terrifier for the longest time because it was just a picture of that dude's face. And I was like, that's probably going to be real dumb and I want to see it. Well, turns out, actually really liked the movie that we're going to talk about. Nice. Yeah. I really like Terrifier as well, but the thing about it is if he wasn't a clown, it wouldn't have changed the movie at all. No, not particularly. Yeah. That's the only thing about it. Like, all right, I get it. It added a little bit of weirdness, but he could have not been a clown and it could have been the same movie. Unlike aforementioned clown, which was pretty pivotal to its clowniness. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. My name is Mark, again, joined by Garrett and John. How are we doing today, fellas? How are we doing today, fellas? I'm okay. Cool. It's another day. It is indeed another day. Yeah. And that's, that's how time works. There'll be another one tomorrow. So <laughs> every day we get a little closer to death. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back to the Grave Talk podcast. Good. Wow. Just existential dread, you know, the standard. <laughs> the huge. What have you guys been up to since last time? Um, I watch the Adams family movie, the new one, the cartoon animated. Uh, are they still called cartoons? No. Animated film. Animated yeah. film. Wow. Show some goddamn respect. <laughs> uh, so I watched the Adams family animated film. Thank you. Uh, it was fine. It was definitely for children, which I mean, it didn't hide that that's what it was for. Uh, but it was fun. It was always, always fun to revisit the Adams family. Uh, I think they did an all right job. I liked, you know, the artwork and everything. So was that one you were looking forward to? Or was that just a, I got some time to go see a movie. I just had some time. And the other option was countdown. And I would rather not see anything than see countdown. So I went with that movie. <laughs> cool. 
Is there a particular new storyline to this, or is it just like a rehash of what we've already seen with the Adams family? Um, I mean, in broad strokes, they uh, get you know obviously pushed out of Europe. They come to America. They get the house. They you know the whole sort of backstory and the then, American dream. Yeah. So it's a new introduction to them, origin type y- thing. Yeah, and then like uh, there, a new subdivision moves in that's based on all those like uh, HGN home improvement shows, mm-hmm. um, and then it's like they want to interact with the Adams family and make their house all pink and beautiful and the struggle there and, you know, things like that. It's pretty paint by numbers, but that's pretty old hat. Yeah. But like, look at the creepy family that moved in, you know, the monsters did it too. That was the whole monster shtick was like, Hey, they're normal. They just look weird. Adams family are monsters. Who do you go with monsters? Oh man. I've never thought about it. I guess if, Adam's family, I guess. Yeah. I'm going monsters. All right. No way, dude. Herman is such a likable Frankenstein's monster. Like, he sells that. I know, but the Adam's family And Grandpa, slaps. dude. Grandpa's <laughs> so much cooler than Fester. Dude, I would take the monsters theme over the Adam's family I theme I can't even any think day. of the monsters theme. Banana, banana, uh, no, I'll take the Adam's family one. I'm an Adam's theme slaps. That was pitch perfect, by the way. I mean. That was well done. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> you may need to take some music classes, sir. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, dude, Grandpa Monster, Eddie Monster. It was so fun because they had the the beautiful blonde was the one that thought she was the ugly one of the family. And that was yeah. great. Look, they're both great. Look like the rest of y'all. Yeah. And it was just like, girl, you got it going on. I'm not here to belittle the monsters. I, I also greatly love that. Uh, but I guess if I had to pick... I don't know. Just uh, it's more Adam's like who would you like to hang out with? Yeah, I think, I think I'd like the Adams family. You know. Uh, well, it's okay. It's all right to have that opinion. I'll allow it. Oh well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you have the blessing. Yeah, you've been blessed. Um, I picked up the Godzilla Criterion Collection. 15 yes, you movies. did. Yes. We saw that on the Instagram, and that is a beast. It is a gigantic book that does <laughs> not fit on any shelf. But I'm okay with it. I just got to figure out where to put it. It's its own shelf, just mounted to the wall. <laughs> yeah, right. All my DVDs and Blu-rays will rest on top of Godzilla. Um, I had been prepping myself for this. I watched the original Mothra. I'd never seen the uh, standalone Mothra film. I did enjoy that one. And then I got into Mothra Rebirth, which came out in the 90s. 1996, to be exact, it is a terrible fucking movie. Oh, So I'm here to tell you, do not watch the Mothra Rebirth trilogy. It is hammy the visuals is like blue screen where they have like a tiny moth with the two little (laughs) little girls on it like flying around there it's it's nonsense it's nonstop nonsense (laughs) they bring out a new three-headed Ghidorah but he's not the same one he's a different one he's called like Desi Ghidra or something like that and it's like in fashion like what Mothra always does the original dies then we bring in the caterpillar version and we watch that one grow up and it's got like dragon ball z level powers that i've never seen before on a moth yeah does it go over nine thousand, dude it goes over nine thousand <laughs> for sure she's like blasting laser beams from the sky like there's some sort of satellite cannon shooting down on the monster she's like laser beaming like 18 beams out of her face i'm like what is happening right now i was never told about this mothra power set but it's the first of a trilogy and i'm not going to watch the rest of them what? i'm gonna get straight into the godzillas instead Okay. I'm primed, but I'm ready to go. The biggest gripe I have about this Criterion Collection is one week after I purchased it, they dropped the price by 50 bucks. Yeah, never pre-ordered. What? Yeah, it went from 164 to 112 in one week, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Did you? All right, did you go? I assume you got it through Amazon. I did. Yeah. Did you like see if they'll 
correct it. I'm just not even going to bother at this point. For 50 like, bucks? They would, they would correct that, I think. Yeah. I think they have like a price guarantee thing. Yeah, but that's like before it comes out. I don't know if they can do any like price control oh, after you already have no. the product in they, your hand. Worst case scenario, they can give you like a, a small coupon code for your next purchase on Amazon. You know you're going to buy more shit, Mark. I mean, it's true. So. <laughs> I bought a record last night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe I will just yeah. go ahead and see what I can get out of it. But anyway, that's a lesson in not pre-ordering anything ever. Yeah, which is a good life lesson. Once they have your money, they don't care about you. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, well, did you want to talk about any news? We just watched the Nicolas Cage uh, movie coming out, some HP Lovecraft story. That yeah. seems like it'll be interesting. I love, you know, the Lovecraft universe. Um, it's awesome, the stuff that he created, but man, it's a tough job separating the art from the artist. Uh, right. So this one's called Color Out of Space, and it's being brought to us by Richard Stanley. Richard Stanley did one called Hardware and Dust Devil, and I feel like I've heard of Hardware, but I haven't seen it. Nobody really likes home appliance names. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> the next one's called Whirlpool. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what did you guys think of the trailer? Looks good. Yeah, it looked pretty interesting. Uh, it seems like we might get a muted cage versus like oh, his manual. No, 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 sir. They're holding cage saw that. back. I don't know if you saw that trailer or not, but there's probably like, I don't know what I believe anymore. Like, and it's like, oh, we're about to see a freak out of monumental proportions as soon as this camera continues to roll. Yeah, I think he was taming the trailer because they don't want to scare you away with full cage. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Does you think he has to go through this metamorphosis in every movie now? It's like, dude, we're hiring you to go fucking nuts. Yeah, you don't hire cage to not get cage. Like... <laughs> You don't cage cage, okay? My favorite part of the trailer is like when it's obviously showing the color magenta purple. He's like, it's a color I've never <laughs> seen before. I was like, yeah. dude, what? Well, well he, he is colorblind. No, he isn't. No. <laughs> he, had, he had the like six pack rose art color and that was it. If it wasn't, you know, red, green, blue, yellow, brown, black, white. He was <laughs> never seen it before. I think he just got all of them. Yeah, that checks out. Thank you. I'm a professional color namer. <laughs> I don't name colors. You I may just want to think of a better title if that's what you're going to go with your Look, profession. I'm, I'm here to recite the name of colors, not name my own job. <laughs> I'm not familiar with a lot of HP Lovecraft outside of the obvious um, Cthulhu. Yeah. So color out of space, I think might be based on a short story of some kind. Definitely. Most of these things are short stories. Yeah, I have a couple of HP Lovecraft collections. I mean, he excellent writer um you know he comes up with all these great ideas he obviously invented essentially cosmic horror you know so all that's awesome the description says it's after a meteorite lands in a front yard of their farm nathan gardner played by cage and his family find themselves battling a mutant extraterrestrial organism as it infects their minds and bodies transforming their quiet rural life into a technicolor nightmare Sign me up. You're not putting the word technicolor nightmare and cage in the same concept <laughs> and not having him freak out. I don't know where you think that he's going to be muted and toned down. I would like, like John said in the trailer, he seemed like the caring father. Like yes. it seemed like a more muted role than I would expect from him, like a Mandy. But I believe movie. it's coming. I, th I think that was oh, just yeah. trailer one. I don't think that's how he's going to be the whole movie. Well, I think we all want him to go to level 12. Definitely. At so least we'll get that. Also, um, uh, Tommy Chong in this. Yeah. I was surprised to see him in this. It's a su yeah. surprise Tommy Chong. All right. <laughs> Let's see if there's a surprise Cheech in there, too. Oh, you know? man. That'd be cool. Hey, I'm the alien. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's the alien. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Way to spoil it, Mark. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, well, this one's coming out January 24th, 2020, so it's just around the corner. Yeah. I do feel obligated to say that H.P. Lovecraft is so racist, he was considered racist in his own time. So be aware of that, that other racist people asked H.P. Lovecraft to tone down his racism. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure society right now is going to be like, we should take out all that crazy shit. If yeah, I'm moving. sure they will. Uh, let's cut, let's cut it I out. I feel like time is time has helped us push <laughs> that to the side. But who, it's, yeah. And also I don't feel bad supporting HP Lovecraft cause he's been dead for like 80,000 years. So, yeah. uh, none of this money is going into his own pocket. It's all public domain actually, I think now anyway. So I think a lot of his stuff yeah. is though, isn't it? It's public domain already. Yeah. So, uh, fine with that but it does for those who don't know go look it up it's disturbing or don't and just you know be happy yeah it's an option as well there's there's enough bullshit in life right now don't bog yourself down with more garbage just it's gone (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of good movies that look like they're coming out but nothing really horror related did you guys see uh, the lighthouse i did Okay, I think you mentioned that on a previous yeah, yeah. episode. I, I really enjoyed my time with that one. Okay. Did you end up seeing it? Uh, I think I'm going to go see it. Okay. The more I see it, the more I hear about it, I'm kind of like, this seems like it's going to be weird, but not like overly in, like hard for me. to. It's not going to be an Ari Aster film, so. It's a slow build up to a crescendo that goes off the rails. Okay. Mm. Yeah. What's that Clue knockoff movie that's in front of every Knives movie? Out. Oh, I can't wait for that one to that's come out. That's out this weekend. Uh, just so that the trailers will stop being in front of every movie. <laughs> I think they put $100 billion into the marketing <laughs> campaign because I've seen that trailer 37,000 yeah. times. And I, like, I do want to see the movie, but God, that trailer. Every time it comes on now, I'm just like, oh, this again. It's getting to the point where I've been bombarded with the trailer so many times, I'm starting not to want to see yeah, it. I that hate was the it. same thing with Kingsman. Remember Kingsman? Yeah. Yes. The second Kingsman, they had the trailer in front of everything. I'm getting burnt out before before the movie even came out. <laughs> right. I'm just going to go to Wikipedia and be like, oh, he done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today we're talking about The Terrifier from 2016. Uh, this one was written and directed by Damien Leone. Stars Jenna Canel, or Jenna Canel as Tara Hayes. Samantha Scafidi as Victoria Hayes. David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown. Catherine Corcoran as Dawn. Puya Mosini as Cat Lady. Matt McAllister as Mike the Exterminator, Kate McGuire as Monica Brown, Gino Caffarelli as Stephen, Corey Duvall as Coroner, and Michael Levy as Will the Exterminator. I did not realize so many characters were in this movie. Oh, they're in this movie. This one's sitting at a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes out of 12 reviews with the critics. 54% of the audience liked it out of 717. Hmm. Wow, I thought it'd be way higher. (laughs) Here's what the back of the DVD has to say about Terrifier. A maniacal clown named Art terrorizes three young women on Halloween night and everyone else who stands in his way. The end? The end. Now that is how you write the back of a the box, people. Holy crap. Short, succinct, to the point. Joe Blow says, a thrilling, brutal, gory 80s throwback. There cannot be someone named Joe Blow out there. It's like, I think it's like JoeBlow.com. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Up there with Freddy, Jason, and Jigsaw, says Starburst. Oh, Starburst, you're wrong. Yeah, all right. Pump the brakes, Starburst. I like this movie, but... So this movie was actually recommended by one of our listeners. Uh, they reached out to us on Twitter and said, hey, I wonder what you guys would think of Terrifier. So I do want to encourage any other listener out there, if you have a recommendation for us, let us know. We're going to try to squeeze as many in as we can in our already expanded 800 movie list. <laughs> but we definitely want to do some ones you guys want to hear. So please keep the suggestions coming. We're open to them. What are some other ones we got recommended recently? Burning. Bur- the burning, the burning, the burning, which yeah. I think is a Cabin in the Woods movie, if I'm not mistaken. It seems that way, yes. I think they, it was on In Search of Darkness. Um, it was one of the ones talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep them coming. We want to know what you guys want to hear, so let us know. Uh, Terrifier, like I said at the top of this episode, I was like 
every time I saw the clown on the box, I was like, that's going to be real dumb. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I'm here to say that I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I had zero expectations of it and it turned out to be a really gory, like, slasher. Yes. Right? Yeah. I didn't really know what to expect of it up front, other than there's got to be a clown in it. Loved it. Thought it was excellent, excellent film. All right, film's a strong word. Thought it was an excellent movie. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the, the design choice of the clown? Um, it was interesting. Uh, you know, it's more mimey than clown. It was art. The mime might've been a better name, but, uh, it was fine. You know, it, normally when I think clown, I think more color, but, uh, it was all right. I think he did, uh, the actor, David Howard Thornton did a really good job of being creepy. Though, yes, absolutely. Throughout. I was told if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Ooh. Well, that's not why we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. so. No, um, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm joking. It wasn't that. I just did not enjoy this movie. And I think I know why I didn't enjoy this movie. Um, and I actually did research on this to find out if I was right. I was like, this would be an amazing short film. And it didn't just, it, I didn't feel like it had the, the meat to go a full length feature. And I found out this was a short film. It was part of like an anthology or something like that. Yeah, the, that character, was done. the character of Art David Clown appears in a anthology series called All, All Hallows Eve, but this story is wholly original. It's not the same story fleshed out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I just, wow. Like Art the Clown, first off, Art the Clown, uh, the name just doesn't inspire fear of any kind, but I guess that's the point. But yeah. all the good clown names are taken. Uh, for evidence of that, <laughs> listeners, I refer you to our clown episode where we listed clown names for like an hour and a half. So. <laughs> yes. Um, the makeup, the guy who played the clown, the actor who played the clown did a great job. Like he was yes. creepy as fuck. Like no doubt, like, the look of him, the the way he acted, he was way more slapsticky than he like when he first shows up in the movie. He's very like subdued and serious looking and kind of creepy, like brooding. You're like, oh man, what is up with this clown? And then at some point, he's just like, let's just go balls of the wall slapstick with it. And it's like, well, I think as he gets in his element, you know, and he's he's like, all right, I'm killing. I love this shit. He, was, he lets loose. It lets was hair such down. a weird, it was such a weird transition that like, I was like, why do we need to suddenly? But, um, so he I, looked creepy. I really appreciated that. I, I took away as like, he's playing with his food. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's here to torment you before he fucks you up. Yeah. And that so. definitely is what happened. I mean, again, it, it works. I just didn't. And the thing is, I've, I've, as we've done this podcast and just as I've gotten older and like watch stuff and like see how people enjoy things, I try not to just shit on things just because. And the thing is, is just because I didn't enjoy this movie, I wouldn't be like, this is a garbage film. Like, you know, like no one should watch this movie. Right. I won't say that. It just did nothing for me. And I can, I know the two reasons why. Number one, there was no character arc to any person in this movie. No True. one had a single character arc in the entire movie, so I didn't give two shits about anybody. Like, and that was the I think the biggest problem is I had no connection to anything. Well, one person had an arc. It was not a very nice arc for them. Well, but one person had it had an event. <laughs> they didn't have an arc. They didn't learn. They didn't develop. They didn't change. They, they evolved. Just, they had a reverse arc. Yes, in a way, and we'll get into that. But like that was my biggest problem with the movie is I could not connect or relate or understand motivations or 
anything of a single person in this movie. I guess I was well, supposed to be entertained by the the overly gory violence. I and agree. I was like, that didn't really, it doesn't really like, th- it doesn't thrill me. I, <laughs> I agree, thrill me. I agree that uh, the main lady who sort of inc- lady is definitely a stretch. The main girl who incites this whole event. I didn't understand her motivation of fucking with this obviously demented clown. But mm. once everyone gets trapped in the building, their motivation is get out of the building. Yeah, it is like the the goal, but again, I don't know why I'm supposed to <laughs> every choice <laughs> is just like okay. Like I just watched a series of events. I had no connection to right. it. And for an hour and a half or hour whatever it is. Yeah, it didn't being, quite make an hour and a half somehow, but it uh, was it was pretty close to that. But yeah. like I just was like, let's go. That doesn't mean that it's no one should like it. That doesn't mean that like I'm like like if you liked it, you're wrong. I'm just saying like for me there was nothing to grab onto. There was no meat. I didn't need any meat. I was happy watching the events play out. I didn't need to grasp any, you know, yeah. connection to these characters. They were literally just trying to escape a building. Or cannon fodder. Yeah. Uh, so it's just more, uh, you know, how how is this clown going to, like, do his his evil? But know? why was this clown doing anything? What was the reason this clown was doing anything? Evil. Don't need those answers, honestly. Yeah. Like, I didn't need any of that from this I movie. Need, I need motivation of some kind. I may not need the answer. I don't need the origin story. But some like, people just like to watch the world burn. Oh, John, here we go. But no, like that's and that was kind of my thing is like I was like, why is anybody doing anything? And the only point like I was like, oh, well, they're trying to get out of this building. But again, why would you ever go in this building? She need to take a piss, dude. Yeah. Every no, no. She said so. Yeah. She's terrified. You're terrified of a murderous clown around you. You don't be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go inside this random ass building. I think that's exactly Just what you fucking do. Sit in your car and chill. She saw a man. Outside, yeah. like in a work jumpsuit, she's like, "Hey, man, is there a bathroom in there?" He's like, "Yeah, come on, go in." Like, yeah, that made he sense. He wasn't to me. the killer. And kudos to her for trusting a random stranger in a building that looked like it should be condemned. Who is in a fucking like work overall uniform, going like, "Hey, I trust you." All of a sudden, let me into this building, just me and you. Like again, there's so many choices. Well, she to make knew that her I was friend like, knew where she was. Oh, yeah, you can really trust Dawn. <laughs> She's proven to us that she is garbage town. I'm saying they're making good choices, but I understand their choices. Yeah. You know? And also, it, it felt like someone had a list of kills and they wanted to make a movie around them. Yeah, sometimes that's kind that of, works. And that kind of, and yes, and ab- you know what? Absolutely. This was a an Indiegogo campaign. Someone said, damn it, I want to make a horror film. I want to make these things that I've thought of pop on screen and they said what do i do i'm gonna take a clown outfit i'm gonna throw some stuff on screen i'm gonna make this happen and good for them if the gore doesn't entertain you then this isn't right something for you then yeah, there's you no like I mean? substance to this movie right this is a dessert movie there's no no story there's no meat and potatoes and that's, and that's like, what i missed out of it and then yeah. again that's why i say i'm not like i'm not trying not to like bash it i'm just saying like for me there was no there was nothing to eat here it was just kind of like eye candy and for me Watching what I watched, some of the kills, it, it serves a purpose in plot, but by itself, I just don't get off on like watching like just like, oh, that was super crazy and gory. I'm just like, does it serve a purpose in the, the plot is really what I kind of came at it from. I thought a lot of the kills and mutilations were inventive. And yes. that's why I was like, oh, damn, I ain't seen that before. Yeah. So I, that's what well, was keeping me there's, entertained. There's one in particular that I'm just like, I don't ever need to see that yeah, again. There's two in particular that were like, yeah. holy shit. Well, yeah, one, I was like, I don't think the human body does that, but <laughs> uh, we'll get there. <laughs> so it's Halloween, and we've got two girls that are drunk. I'm um, sorry, let's back up. 
The movie opens up with a TV set, and there's someone being interviewed who's been horrifically mutilated. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? And I originally thought, because I'd known that this had come from a short anthology, or at least this character of the Terrifier, mm -hmm. I was like, should I have watched that before? Because yeah. I feel like I'm being thrown into something that I should know about. That was my, literally, my first note is, is this a sequel? Like, I didn't, I didn't know it came from an anthology. I just was confused. <laughs> yeah. And I actually messaged a friend of the podcast, Richard, who went with us to Frightmare. I was like, dude, should I have watched this other one first? He's like, no, 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 you're good. Just just keep going. I was like, all right, cool. Um, he actually has a Terrifier costume that he's going to wear for Halloween. Oh. He showed me a picture. I was like, nice. No, well, cool. I assume that he wore for Halloween. Well, he's saving it. Oh, yeah. next Halloween. Yeah. All right. Maybe he got it on discount or something, you know. That's Halloween how, sale that, after that, Halloween sale. Mad props. That's how to do it. Don't If you're paying full price for your Halloween costume, but any rate, noob. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but at any rate, this is a, a bookend, right? Kind of like um, Night of the Demons had the old man in the front and the end. Right. This is kind of that same idea. Uh, but it actually plays in a more important role of the story. So it's a it's a, a, a news anchor or a television show hostess interviewing this woman who's been brutally mutilated and she's all scarred up. And I don't really remember the contents of the conversation. It was just about, do you think Art the Clown is dead? They said that his body wasn't, you know, recovered or whatever. And then she's like, no, Art the Clown is dead. I saw him die. Uh, that's like the general, the news anchors just being a real tool, poking, trying to get an emotional reaction. And, you know, the, the lady is just trying to hold it all together. Right. Yeah. And then the news anchor goes into her makeup room and yeah. she's talking on the telephone to somebody who's like, I'm going to be big. This is going to blow me up. This is the story I've been waiting for. Yeah, I didn't get and that. And she's being, well, because it's so like, it's so like edgy and so like, oh my God, did you see what, you know, I saw like, mm. she's like, she's like, this is so crazy and weird and, and gross and like how she's describing it and stuff like that, that this is going to go viral more or less is what she's kind of playing it off That's as. her hope. And but she is being a raging monster of an ass about yes. this woman who went through a horrific event, has been brutally mutilated, and she's like, you think she was scary on screen? Try sitting next to her. Oh, my God. Like, just being... I was I was sitting there going, like, immediately out the gate. I was like, I hate you. Like, right. I hate whoever you are already. She was so over the top that you knew right away she was going to die. She was even like, if I ever look like that, make sure to kill me, please. And I was like, like, you think I'm joking? Yeah. I'll do it myself. And I was like, you are a horrible person. <laughs> and she gets it right yeah. after say, uttering those lines. The mutilated-faced woman comes in and just gets her. It's gouges her eyes Brutal. out with her fingers and you see it. Th this movie does not shy away from showing the gore. No, there's like, and I think this intro does a good job of sh telling you what this movie is going to be. It is all text. There is no subtext. There is there. It is not coy. You're just going to see horrible people or in some cases, not so horrible people be brutally, brutally massacred uh, in sequence. Yes, yeah. as they're introduced. <laughs> Hello, you're up next. Yeah. You walk in, Art gives you a number, sit down, he'll call you up in a minute. So as the credits are playing out, we're watching somebody get dressed up as a clown, right? I think they put a rubber nose on, then he starts painting his face white. And well, I guess, no, he has a bag that he puts over his head and he paints that white. Doesn't yeah, he? To kind of match the skin tone. Yeah, right? so it's, it's all really weird. It was like it was a it was a very kind of like credits montage. You watch this clown getting his torture accoutrement <laughs> together 
he makes some crazy stuff. He's got some crazy things with them. You're like, oh, okay, we're going to see all this, I'm sure. Yeah, he's got a sack of items that he's all loading up, his weaponry <laughs> and you know his tools of murder. As this movie started playing out, it felt three clicks above super low budget. Like yeah. there's the way there's certain films like you watch them and you're like oh this was shot on a budget like the style of filming or like the quality of picture you know what I mean it didn't yeah. have the cinematic big budget filter there were like no locations it, the whole movie takes place in like three places right like a car a pizza place an abandoned building that's mm-hmm. it like so I don't know if it's just my particular taste in film but once I start to see this quality of film it's got to grab me fast or I'm gonna start falling off like the low budget train if you will it's I like, agree. Okay. But luckily it did pretty damn quick because we the uh, we get two girls, Dawn and Tara. Dawn and Tara are arguing and, you know, they're dressed up, walking down the street, clearly been at a party drunk. And, they, and I didn't know it was Halloween until they actually said it was Halloween because I was like, I mean, clearly they're dressed up. Right. And I was like, you could you could make the leap. But like nothing was decorated for Halloween decorations. It was just a normal street. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess it's Halloween. Yeah, it was just outside the director's house. That was yeah. his regular street. <laughs> <laughs> How do we justify putting these people in costume? Call it Halloween. There, got it. Well, they established they established that Don's the quote unquote slut because she's like, "Did you give that drunk creepy guy your number?" She's like, "Yeah, you're jealous, aren't you?" And it was like, "Oh." And then she, and then like you see them stumble, and that's when they argue over getting in the car. And I was like, "I already can't stand you, characters. Like, I already am not in involved with you." I really had no problem with Tara. No, yeah. The other one was clearly drunk and obnoxious. Yeah. Well, wasn't sure. Tara drinking too? Yeah, but she was fine. She was just a normal person. She's like, look, don't drive. I thought she was like, let me drive. And I was like, you also have been drinking. I was like, don't do this. Well, she was about to drive the car. And then they look down the street and they see the clown. Yeah. He's just staring at him. Oh, that was creepy as hell. Yeah. That was really well creeped. And Don's like egging him on and talking shit. I didn't understand that part at all. That, to your point, Garrett, that didn't feel like a natural human reaction that anyone, especially, you know, two women I don't want to speak for women. I don't want to speak for women, okay? But from the information I've gathered (laughs) is two women on the street by themselves see a creepy dude dressed as a clown standing in the shadows, they usually don't immediately start taunting and, and flirting, flirting with yeah. him. You know, like my my experience has said that's not their go-to response. If Women, it, correct me if I'm wrong, please. <laughs> if it was April 2nd and they saw a man dressed in a clown outfit down the street, they probably wouldn't have shouted at him, but it was Halloween. Yeah, so, but, still, I, but again, I know this is a trope, right? This yeah. happens in a lot of movies. Yes, We're yes. going to egg on the villain who's actually, they don't know he's right. the villain yet, right? And and honestly, like that part where I was like, man, she's being really stupid, but I did just sort of chalk it up to, yeah, a horror movie mentality. And yeah, maybe she's, you know, young and drunk and fine. What happens next, though, I'm like, no human being would ever react this In the way. pizza parlor yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. So let's get... So, so yeah. they get creeped out by the clown, and they go, let's go get some pizza and wait a while. You know, you sober up a little more. We'll hang out. Maybe, you know, something yeah. will go away. Good plan. Good plan. So they go sit down, and they're ordering their food, and they're talking about whatever the hell they talk about. Yeah, just generic conversation. And the clown shows up, and he's sitting right next to him, staring daggers at him. Yeah. Being ultra creepy. And this is when Dawn's bright idea is like to egg him on some more. Then she goes and sits on his lap and takes selfies with him. And it's like, okay, no one's doing this. This is not a real life behavior. Because Tara's like clearly bothered by this dude. Like clearly like this is, and and Dawn's kind of like just doing this to kind of make her see like, oh, you're overreacting. This guy's harmless. But there is nothing harmless looking about this dude. Like he may be harmless, but if you look at a guy and he's like staring at you, like he wants to eat your face off and then like 
does that creepy blood mouth smile, guess what? Just drop it. How do you know he's harmless? She is basing that on no information at all. He basically he's walking around with a fucking garbage bag. So for all she knows, it could be just some sort of weird homeless killer. Yeah. Like, but yeah. So she just. I mean, she sits See, on. His I thought lap she was taking the selfies to be like, oh, we have picture evidence of who this person is in case he does anything. But no, that's not what she was no. doing. She was like, I'm just going to go fuck with them. And it was like, oh, you dummy. I think the movie wants us to accept the in-universe reason is that because it's Halloween, right? Yeah. Everybody's dressed up. Everybody could be acting creepy, right? Staying yeah. in character, you know, whatever. So that's drunk Dawn is just like, whatever. I'm going to go show this guy what's what. You know, I'm going to go fuck with him a little bit. Ooh, Dawn... Big balls on Don. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Steve, the pizza shop owner, and his buddy who are working there walk up, hand the slices to the girls, and they're like, hey, are you guys okay? Do you want me to like deal with this? And Tara's about to be like, uh, maybe. And then Don's like, no, we're fine. He's cool. Don't sweat it. And then... I do like the scene where Steve goes up to the terrifiers like, what do you want, buddy? Hey, hello. Yeah. You want anything to eat? God, I can't even with this guy. And like walks <laughs> off. Hand clap, walks away. Yeah. <laughs> So the terrifier at some point just gets up and goes to the bathroom. The terrifier, you mean Art? Sure. Well, who's the terrifier then if it's not him? I want to call him by his stupid name, Art. Oh, it's just, it's too plain to me. Well, he spells his name in the bathroom with some shit. Oh, it's so gross. And there's blood everywhere. Well, because like, you don't know. But yeah, like he gets up, gives Dawn or gives Tara a little fake ring and then goes to the bathroom. And then Steve is like, get the fuck out of my business, blah, yeah. blah, and throws him out and then grabs his bag, which I imagine has all his murder weapons in it, right? Yeah. 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 When, you pick up, when you pick up a bag and you hear clanging of like murder weapons and stuff, you got to be like, what the fuck is in this bag? Well, he's probably like, I don't want this in my store. Yeah. Take your shit. Get out of here. And he throws it at Art and Art takes it and walks off and waves and his hands like looks dirty. And I was like, I was like, oh no, did he rub shit all over everything? And my roommate was like, I don't know. He's just probably a dirty clown. And then, boom, we cut to a scene where they're scrubbing shit off the walls. Yeah, he's like, oh, real good idea, Steve. Get the guy that handles the food to clean the shit. <laughs> that was, was a like, great line. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> I better be getting time and a half for this. And I was like, that's fair. Yeah. But just to address the ring you brought up, um, Art steals a quarter off of the table that was left for someone else's tip, and he puts it into one of those machines, right? The little toy machines. Mm -hmm. I really thought the ring was going to have more of an impact on the story. But it really doesn't. Nah. Well, like, again, here's a ring. Again, I was like, oh, is this like some like weird marriage subplot? Is this like he's obsessed with Tara? Like, no, there's no reason for anything other than the fact that he just needs to do some stuff tonight. Yeah. I, you know, I really felt for the guy who had to clean up all that shit because I worked at the movie theater usher for a long time. You'd be surprised at the number of people who shit on walls. What? It's, no. You'd think it would be He's zero. Right. It is not. It is far greater than a non... Like it's at least once a month, there'd I've, be a I've shit seen, incident. Like, on like toilet seats and stuff, no. but on walls? Walls, urinals, drains, wherever they could put their ass, their shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. John is correct. My first job was working at a gas station, and those bathrooms would just... There'd be like wiped ass toilet paper stuck to the wall. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone who's ever visited a business that I worked at for not rubbing <laughs> shit all over the walls because I have not experienced that. 
It's so disgusting. I hate human beings. I know. I don't. I, <laughs> and I don't want to know, but I kind of want to know. Like, how did shit even get in some of these places? <laughs> the bathroom was also the site of several drug deals. Of course, you know yeah. how I knew that because there's footprints on the commode. Oh, because that means they were getting up into the you know the the, oh. the ceiling tiles and they would hide the drugs up there, mm. and then people would go get them and leave the money. Oh. You know that kind of shit. Well, that did not happen at the movie theater, yeah. but shit incidents. That they were straddling the toilet seat while standing on it, and that's how shit <laughs> ended up on the wall. Yes. Have you seen the picture of the guy like against both sides of the walls peeing and pooping at the same time like not even in the commode? Yeah, that's no, how everyone, I have not. That's thank how God. Everyone used the bathroom at the movie theater. <laughs> Do not go in there. Woo! Tara looked like Sydney from Scream. A little bit, yeah. Like every time they do a close-up on her face, they'd be like, hello, Sydney. And I was <laughs> like, oh boy. A little bit of her and a little bit of the woman from The Craft. Oh, uh, yeah. Which one? Uh, oh, the main girl. The ma- yeah. yeah uh, Who yes. also looked like Sydney. Yes, so, yes. very much so. Yeah, I but yeah. a blank on her name. Sorry. Oh, the anyway. Craft. There's a movie I haven't thought about in a long time. I anyway. enjoy The Craft. It's a good movie. <laughs> but anyway, back to The Terrifier. Right. So they're they're leaving the pizza place after eating the, their food. Tara and Don go to the car, and the tires have been completely slashed out. Right. And immediately Tara's like, I bet this was the fucking clown. Right. Right reaction because Don somehow is like, you think someone slashed my tires? It's fucking ridiculous. That does not seem ridiculous. <laughs> Don, your tires are obviously slashed. Yeah. Guess what just happened? Yeah. It couldn't have been the weird clown guy we right. were just dealing with. Tires don't just explode like yeah. with slash marks like She's that. She's like, what if I had a nail? You don't know. Like that was her reasoning for yeah. it. I was like, oh, no. The thing is, is like that clown was staring at them. There was no mistaking that this thing was like right. clearly like focused and all attention on that. And then it was like, there's no way it could have been the thing that was just staring at us and got kicked out of a restaurant. And it's like, it absolutely could be yeah. this thing. Right at this point, if your Peter Tingle isn't going off, you should be like, oh shit. Don't call it Peter Tingle. <laughs> yeah, your Peter <laughs> Spider Tingle? sense. Thank have you not you. seen <laughs> Far From Home No, yet? it was a great reference. I Right here. There's, there's right, knuckle. Right. Oh, I haven't no. seen Far From Home. Okay. What? Yeah. They, I know call the, they call the spider sense the Peter Tingle. <laughs> oh, <what a> <laughs> it's a whole running joke. It's okay. really good. All right, regardless, you should should be now like oh shit right like you know call the cops like the oh shit meter should be off the richter scale yes yeah yes call the freaking cops but instead they call the sister and say hey sis her name is victoria victoria and they're like hey hate to do this to you but could you come pick us up we're a little drunk and there's a flat tire and she's like i'm studying for a test and then her door busts open and some i guess her roommate yeah comes in making out with the guys like i didn't think you'd be here it's like why if you both live here, why wouldn't she be here? Anyway, it doesn't matter the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, could this, have, they were totally... <laughs> they can be said about so much <laughs> of what happens in this film. They were just trying to stretch this movie out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so now the sister's like, you know what? I need to stretch my legs anyway. I'll come pick you yeah, up. Yeah, the movie would have been exactly the same. She's like, okay, I'm coming. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, and then it's established, like, it's going to be a while. Right. Like, she's on the other side of town or something. Like, why didn't they just Uber? Uber was around in 2016. Oh, easily. Oh, no, because they say, remember, their their phone runs out of battery. Cause she's, That's right. Her phone's like about to be dead. Right. She's like, oh, it's because oh, okay. you're on social media all the time or whatever. But also in 2016, what person doesn't have a charger in their car? I, I don't have a charger in my car. How? I had one, but it broke and I've never replaced it. Well, well, when Art the Clown gets you, you'll know why. <laughs> no, because Art the Clown won't get me because you know what? I ain't fucking with no clowns. <laughs> Well, I think the movie successfully closed that loophole. I was about to bust <laughs> wide open. All right. No phone, no lift. We get it. 
So, but you could walk back into the pizza shop and ask to use the phone. There's so many options. Again, never right. mind. I'm letting it go. They are on a, a major, seemingly a major city street. So yes, it'd be like if you were in downtown Austin, just being like, hmm, no, there's no options here. They were clearly also at a big party recently. Where's everyone else from that party? Right. Where's, but that's not what this movie is about. Yes, this of movie course. is about It's not. We should not characters. that yet. <laughs> so as we established earlier in the film, Tara's got a pee. So she looks down the street at some dilapidated building and a man is standing in an exterminator suit smoking a cigarette. And she's like, I'm going to go piss. And Dawn's like, just squat on the ground. Nobody's watching. She's like, I'm a lady. I don't pee on the streets. Well, Tara doesn't want to go out. She's like, I'm afraid that clown might be out there. And then Dawn's like, well, just pee right outside the car on the street. And she's like, I can't do that. That's not ladylike. And then then you see where the fuck she pees Ultimately, oh, I know the street would have made a lot more sense. Honestly, dude. I would want to be within like, guys, I'm sorry. If we're being stalked by a creepy anything, you guys are going to watch me pee right in front of you. Like it's going to happen. I'm not walking to a secluded place. I'd be like, you could look behind or forward, but I'm pissing right here. Even if this was a totally normal night, the bathroom this guy took her to belonged in a crack house. How not, many? not even a crack house. <laughs> this belonged in like. I thought it was like straight out of Silent Hill. Yeah. I was like, this is a dilapidated piece of shit apartment building that needs to be condemned and destroyed. It's like yeah. a Jackson Pollock painting. Like, I mean, <laughs> And like, thankfully, I guess in this regard, I'm a man, so I get to stand up. But even then, I wouldn't want to take any of my clothes off or well, expose anything to this environment. She's going to hover. Yeah. She's clearly going to hover. But then you can just hover next to the car, bro. Yeah, then just hover outside. But now she's in a building no one can see. Also, I don't know. Look. We can sit here and debate <laughs> the merits of pissing yeah. outside. Yeah, how many uh, episodes have we talked about peeing now? It feels oh, like it's a running a theme. You know it's a running theme in horror movies. If yeah. I were her, I wouldn't have even hovered. At this point, if she just pissed in the corner, it wouldn't. no one would have told. It would have just yeah. fit right in. Other than the exterminator. Yeah, uh, but he, how would he have known? He would have just been like, oh, more weird fucking liquid in this hell house. <laughs> oh, the, you mean the giant apartment complex that's being renovated for rats? And she's like, rats? Uh, are they bad? And he was like... We're spraying for them. Like, yeah, like he's I don't know like, what to tell you later. They're rats. We cut back to the pizza parlor where um, Steve's buddy is cleaning up all the the terrible right. like nastiness in the bathroom. It's all he's over complaining the place. about. Oh, I should get time and a half for this shit. All the stuff we sort of it's, already alluded to. Yeah, it's so crazy. And then he walks out and he's like, "Steve, are you listening to me, Steve?" And then he turns around to see Steve's head as a Jacko Steve, <laughs> Jacko which, is, Steve. which is basically a jack o' lantern with like candles inside Steve's severed head. He freaks out and is art in there or no, no, he's already gone. He's fled the scene. He escapes because then later on the radio, they talk about, Oh, there's a grisly murder at Joe's pizza parlor. That's what the sister's hearing this. Yeah. She's driving to go get her. She's like late breaking Halloween news. This is not a prank. Like keep an eye out for some weird fucking clown that just killed a bunch of people at a one person at a pizza parlor. Which is funny because it like literally is like two to three minutes after the events happen. Yeah. It's being reported on the radio. And then we cut back to Don and Tara in the car. And then you hear the cop cars drive by. Yep. And I'm like, wait, the cops haven't even gotten there. How is this radio host <laughs> on 101.1 have his finger on the pulse of the community so much that he's reported on murders in real time? Big a- time radio community. A- That's a P- Pontypool shit right there. <laughs> it's APB. They probably have a, a cop scanner. You think they okay. call come in over the radio. Okay. okay. That's fair. That's All right. My, no, that's, no. That's, that's, that's a good reason. That's, I'll, that's, I'm gonna buy it. Uh, uh, yes, I will. I'll accept that. Even the most radio stations at two in the morning are probably automated. Survey says, ding. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> I, I used to work at a job where I had to hawk and listen to a radio scanner for my job. 
So that stuff would come over. They, I don't know how much detail it would be. It would yeah. just be like, there's a homicide at a pizza place. It would be, creep a clown, wipe <laughs> shit all over the wall, uh, get over there fast, cops. I'm like, yeah. oh, radio guy. He Ooh. worked at JCPenney's. <laughs> That's where he had to do it. It is, yes. We're just plugging all the holes in this and movie. I, I got to admit, we're making this better. <laughs> <laughs> but we're making it work. So we cut back to what we were talking about, how Tara actually goes right. into this um, apartment complex. To Mark's point, it's in some sort of Silent Hill basement. <laughs> yes. like, well, I don't know. No, no place looks like this in real life. I don't think that place has any tenants. No. Who would live in that well, fucking dumpster? One person. One person, yes. Yeah. And then she fits perfectly mm. for that building. Yes. But outside of the building is Dawn sitting in her car. And she's like looking out the window or something and she hears the car door open and close and she's like, took you long enough, Jesus, what? It's Arctic Clown sitting in the seat. Why wouldn't she lock her fucking doors? Even when a killer clown isn't out to get me, it's well, just a good good life advice. Dawn has proven that she's willing to give anybody a shot to be <laughs> as close proximity and creepy as they want. Ugh, I did not know she was dressed as the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz because earlier in the pizza parlor, she's like, if you only had a brain. And she's like, I've been waiting to use that one all night. And I was like, no, we get it. She's a dumb blonde. And then like later on, I was like, oh, she's the Scarecrow. I get it. It's not until the sister picks up the Scarecrow hat on the floor yeah. that I was like, oh, she was a Scarecrow. Yeah, I did not get that at all. <laughs> yeah, my roommate got it right away. And she's like, you're an idiot. And I was like, I know. I'm just <laughs> totally no good with the slutty it. scarecrow costume. It went right over my fucking head. But um, we assume that Dawn just got got. Right. Back to Tara taking a piss. Right. So she leaves this like terrible. I mean, we can't overstate how gross this place is. This uh, terrible bathroom and runs into a tenant uh, who also would fit into the Silent Hill universe. I like your theory, Mark. Maybe this, this is a Silent Hill movie. Yeah. Maybe mm. when they go into this building, they cross over. Maybe art is a... Only there was some fog. Oh, yeah, there is no fog. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe art is like the manifestation of Tara's guilt over being so mean to her friend Don. Are you saying that Art the Clown is the pyramid head? He might be. Damn. He might be. Dude, we're we're taking this movie to another level. (laughs) I keep hitting my face on the mic. Are you guys... (laughs) I hope we're not picking that up. That's how excited we are about this movie. (laughs) Just smashing my mouth right into it. Well, now that I can picture this movie as a silent hill, I'm even more into it. So into it. I would would actually be... If this was a silent hill spinoff movie, I'd be like, this makes sense. All of this makes sense. All of this makes sense. Silent Hill 12, Art the Clown. Now, the... uh, I want to call him the janitor, but the fumigator guy does something. And this is a massively like empty kind of, like I said, it looks like it should be condemned. Yeah. Apparently he puts in headphones. Now let me ask you guys as a personal question. Can you being alone in that creepy of a place, put in headphones and listen to music and dissociate yourself even further from your surrounding and be comfortable? Yeah. I mean, if you're taking this as just another job, who knows how many of these type of right. buildings this dude has gone in and fumigated? It's it's just his, his day job, you know. Right. He has I no mean, reason to a, a not. Boombox music playing out loud. Okay, if I can still hear my environment around you, but like to be completely that sound isolated from anything around you. Oh, I couldn't do it. He just had no reason to believe there was anybody still in this building. Right. You know, he thought it was evacuated. If he's done enough of these buildings, he should know there's some squatters and some crazy people involved. But you do find out later that every door is locked, right? So he yeah. thought he was alone in this building. Yeah. yeah. Fair. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I have a personal it. question. I just, I'm one of those people that's like, if I'm in my house by myself, I'll play like loud music or, you know, movies or whatever. 
but I need to be able to hear my environment along with it. I can't like completely cut myself off. I put earphones on when I walk the dog at like 2 a.m., yeah. which I probably shouldn't be doing. Well, I but, use like AirPods. You know. If you really want to get into the weeds here, I use Hear Air- that, Richard? Get your clown costume. <laughs> I'm going to give you a ride. <laughs> no. We're going to walk Mark's dog. I use oh, AirPods. No. It's not like they're exactly noise. Well, now I guess now they're noise canceling, but yeah. I use old AirPods, so I'm hearing <laughs> what's around me here. You know, yeah. I'm not putting on like super no, heavy I got you. I got ears. you. It's just, yeah. I'm just one of those people like I always wondered about that because some people can do it. And some people, like, I just can't personally. I have to be able to hear my yeah. surroundings. I don't know. At work, I wear noise-canceling headphones. Well, that's different, though. You're in a place surrounded by people. True. It's a, like, a let's call it a safe space, if you will. Yeah, all right. You know, like, I'm talking about an abandoned, <laughs> midnight, fucking garbage wreck of a fucking building, like, by yourself. Yeah. You know... I guess to Mark's point, if this were just my job, probably okay, like cool. right now, obviously I would say no. Cause I don't <laughs> normally find myself in a weird hellhole buildings. Right. Uh, but yeah, if I did every day, you just but get used to it. Poor yeah. Mike had no reason to think otherwise. Right. Like I said, Tara's making her way out of the building where she is accosted by one of the tenants which may be the only tenant in this Do you this really building. think she's a tenant? I think she's a squatter. Oh, she's, she's a, a squatter? squatter. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's an under-the-building squatter. <laughs> it's a woman that looks far too normal. Cleaned up. And clean yeah. to be as crazy as she is. Well, look, you can be homeless and still take care of yourself the best you can. She should be covered in <laughs> schmutz. Yeah. It's like, based on where she's living. Yeah, this this is the most interesting character in the movie, by the way. It is. Um, this lady who's holding a baby, but it's not a baby. It's just a doll. Yeah. She's treating it like a child. Um, she's known as cat lady in the credits. Hmm. There's um, no cat. Yeah. That's weird. That's a, yeah. I called her baby doll lady. Doll lady. Yeah. That'd make a lot more sense. That's strike two movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're cutting it real close. Terrifying. Yeah. Better watch yourself. Um, what is the conversation they have? You don't have to say a word. Your eyes tell me everything. You must be the new tenant. It's nice to finally meet you. You're really going to like it here. Isn't she, Emily? This is my daughter, Emily. Say hello to the pretty young lady. It's been quite a while since we've had neighbors. Perhaps we can do our laundry together. I could use some good company. Yes. That sounds like a good idea. And I will give uh, Tara uh, props. She handled it. Fl- oh, she's like her adeptness to just go with the situation. Yes. I was like, kudos to you, yeah. Miss. She's just like, you got it, and leaves. <laughs> I use like, fabric softener. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do that. I'm gonna go get my laundry right now. I'll meet you down there. Okay, yeah. peace. Like perfect. Ex- like because you, your instinct is just to freak out and be like, get yeah. away from me, lady. But she was like, you know what? I'm gonna play this cool and just make my escape. And we say, lady with a baby doll. Like she's carrying this thing and acting like it's a real child. Like she's acting like it's a real baby. And then Tara looks down and is like, oh, that's a doll. Okay, (laughs) here's how we handle this. And that's when she pulls the smooth like, got it. We'll definitely do our laundry (laughs) together. The doll lady does say something that I wrote. What does that even mean? So maybe y'all could explain it to me. She says, punctuality is the thief of time. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I I was like, those... Oh, yeah, I think to get away, Tara said something about being late on rent. Yes, that's right, because I have a clever way to escape with the rent comment. So she does actually say, yes, I will do laundry with you. I got to go pay rent. I'm late. And the doll lady is like, punctuality is the thief of time. And I was like, that's a saying that sounds fancy that means nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. garbage. That's, <laughs> that's some crazy cat lady talk for you right there. <laughs> yeah. Would your doll tell you that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my doll tells me everything. 
So she's trying to leave the building and go back to where Dawn is waiting in the car. Well, Art the Clown is waiting for her right there. She oh. freaks out and he catches her as she's trying to get to Mike the Exterminator. And we go back to the headphone thing where Mike can't hear. Yeah. Like she's screaming in the back yeah. and you see it all play out behind Mike. And you're like, yeah, that's a bummer. But she gets caught and then Art just goes ham on her leg, dude. Oh, it's so Stabbing terrible. Stabbing through her like lower like calf. And I don't know. I wrote, I hate foot trauma. There's something about seeing people's feet get fucked up that really just well, because you know that's your escape. Uh, that's your that's your escape to tool. Yeah, like Pet Cemetery, this movie, like anything that does anything with the foot. And he's using a scapel. Like oh. and he gets her a good. I thought it was like a knife. Times. Well, she picks it up and gets him in the armpit. Oh, it's, it's okay. Like, it's like a, a medical scalpel. Okay, gotcha. Because the cuts looked big, and I was like, "Whoa!" But I guess he's like yanking and stabbing yeah, it. Yeah, so. I think he jammed it and twisted it. Yeah, too. he's like, like he's, he's like once it's in, in he's wiggling, and I'm like, "Whoa!" I was like, "This is rough." Like that leg is done. Yeah, it should be, but well, it plays no role in the rest of the movie. She she walks it off. <laughs> I think she limps away at this scene as she gets away. She definitely um, plays up that she is hurt, but yeah, yeah, she she walks on a leg that's been jacked up way more than you'd be able to put pressure right. on. And she doesn't get away though. There's a nice big struggle because she the goes two. downstairs into what I thought was an alley out back it's but just, it's just a, a sub basement with a bunch of cars yeah it's like the enclosed garage yeah. or something and then we have the cat and mouse type moment where art is kind of like creeping around and this is where it really kind of art changed for me here this is where he starts doing his over exaggerated mime stuff like jazz hands and creepy like walk against the wind i mean he's not doing exactly those things yeah. but like he's like really hamming it up. And I wrote down, I was like, I miss the subtlety and the grace of a Michael Myers. <laughs> no, <laughs> was no. like, to Mark's point, I, he was teasing her. He knew he was going to kill her. And yes, in hindsight, and again, this is why I like talking about these movies yeah. with you guys, because watching them solo by myself, I'm just like, I don't care for this. But in hindsight, I'm like, okay, I see. I can understand. Talking about it kind of makes it like, like sure. solidify a little bit better. But I just don't care for ham, hammy slapstick. Like personally, it's just not my, my thing. Well, consider this. This is kind of what I got out of it was like when art before he is in this building, he's stoic. He's creepy. Stoic. He's <laughs> okay. Very, he's very well, intense, right? He's not, yes. like you said, he's not, uh, he's uh, Arthur slapstick. the clown, if you will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's still out in the open. There's still a lot of elements that could interfere with his uh, desires to murder and kill. Now yeah. you're inside a more a compact space. There's no way out. He's got you. He's That's where he's going to start, like I said, playing with his food. You know. Yeah, I mean? and again, once you guys said that, I was like, I completely see this thing. And I, it does change a little bit how I feel about it. But as someone who just doesn't enjoy, who doesn't find that scary or creepy, it really it diminished his intensity for me. And I was like, oh, we had this really creepy, intense thing. And now we had this kind of like, hey, let's go. If he started talking like a clown, like, well, I'm going to kill you and make you a balloon animal. I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, but he doesn't. Thank God. I'm, I'm, I love the choice to make him a silent killer. I didn't want to hear. Him yes, talk. I agree. That would yeah. have killed it. Yeah. If he talked, I thought that was going to be the big reveal at the end. He's going to say something and he was going to have like a goofy voice. Sounds like Krusty like, the Clown. I'm so glad they yeah. didn't do that because it does increase his, his presence. For sure. He manages to capture Tara. She's tied to a chair, and um, he's just, like, fucking with her. Like, he pulls a saw out from his bag of tools, and he goes to her throat, and she's like, <laughs> you know, as you would. Yeah. Hey, he's, like, bringing a weapon to her, like, this one, and it's like, no. Like, you know, like, when, like, a magician's like, yes, the knife? No, but it's all silent, and then it's like, what about the bigger knife? And everyone's like, yeah, and he's, like, head bobbing, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very He's animated. a real showman. Yeah, very okay. showman. <laughs> he takes pride in his work. 
He's very, very animated. Yeah. Right? And then he like, like I said, he grabs this massive saw and he goes up to a tarp. It, it was a bone saw. Yes. One could say he was ready. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the MCU podcast. Yeah. Every reference will be related to comics. So I would love that so much, you guys. I'm not even kidding. So Art the Clown goes to a tarp, and it reveals that he has captured, not killed, Dawn. And not only is she captured, I guess she's shirtless and upside down. She's totally up. naked. She's new, dude. Was she completely? She's yeah. completely naked. Okay. Well, yeah. And she, she's hung up down like a, like a deer that's about to get clean where the legs are spread apart, and then her upper body is like just hanging. Poor Dawn. And she gets sawed in half. Yes. Yeah. And you see it. Was the Almost worst. the whole way down. Yes. This was the worst. I hated this moment so much. It was hard to watch, but also part of me was like, I don't think you could do that. Well, first off, there's no way you can do that. That bone he that the saw he had was a yeah. hacksaw. And a hacksaw is not cutting through bone. Bone no. saws are specifically designed yeah, for Yeah, he hit the pelvic floor and then where's the spine? Where I mean, but like, the point and, is and he splits her like perfectly down. Like so he yes. went through the pelvis, through the spine. Like she split as if like it was a piece of paper being yeah, cut. I mean, but it's obviously like supernatural slash comical because he also cuts right through her head. So. Yeah, right. I really <laughs> thought they were going to stop at some point. I thought he was just going to get her a no. little bit. It's like, no, whole half. We're going half yeah. all the way through. And Tara's sitting there in horror, like just watching this, like screaming, crying with the muffled like mouthpiece yeah. in her mouth. And like I legitimately my reaction was that of shock. And disgust. Yes. And I was, and I liked the movie taking me there. Yes. I was like this is gross I and amazing it. at the same time. Oh, there's again just certain. I understand, but certain things. I'm just like I don't ever need to see this. It was brutal. It was very brutal. Um, but while all that's going on, uh, Tara does manage to break apart the chair. Yeah, she did, she gets Hulk strength. Yeah, and just like fuck like, it, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna flex and bust out of here. It's like Pineapple Express. I'm gonna yeah. flex and bust out of here. <laughs> and then Tara makes the huge, huge misstep where she stabs him in the back. Yes, and doesn't finish him off. No, nope. and if Laurie Strode could teach us anything from the original Michael Myers movie. Don't fucking walk away from a right. possibly living murderer. One in the head, two in the chest. Get it done. This, that infuriated I me. Mean, this whole movie is predicated on the fact that everyone has an opportunity to end the situation. And it's like, okay, cool. He tripped over a rock. I'm safe. I'm going to keep walking. It's like, no, do something. Like, solidify the fact that you can get out of there. But yeah. doesn't she go back? Is this where the gun comes into play? Yeah, so she starts... Okay beating him with this wood uh, and I wrote she brought lumber to a gunfight because Art the Clown just gets a gun and shoots her. <laughs> well, she's amazing. beating him and he's on the ground you think, okay, cool. She's got the upper hand and then he kind of like, like he, she's like, oh, cool, I got him and then she goes to look at him and he just kind of slowly leans up and you're like, uh-oh, he's going to get up. She's yeah. going to have to hit him again and he's like, gun, boom, yeah. shot and she's down and you're like, well, okay, that escalated quickly. Very Indiana Jones. I was going to say, it's definitely that Indiana I Jones. I enjoyed movie. that moment because I was like, I remember yelling at the screen you're like, oh God, the clown's got a gun. <laughs> it's like, he didn't know that tool was in his bag of tricks. No. He's prepared for any eventuality. One thing I did enjoy in that scene, though, is at one point when she's got him down before she sh- he, the, the clown shoots her, and this is her own stupidity. She goes, get up, motherfucker. Like, she's taunting him yes. to get up. I was like, do not taunt the person to get up who's right. trying to kill you. It's like, it's like, no, if he's down, keep going. That's called underestimating your competition. <laughs> right. She thought she had him, but uh, oops. Yeah, she thought she had the upper hand, but she didn't know he had a gun. No. And meanwhile, the crazy woman with the doll is watching this whole thing go down. And I legitimately did not expect Tara to die. Yeah. But, the, but he shoots her right in the cheek. 
Well, I thought at this point in the movie that Tara was the disfigured girl from Me the beginning. Too. I was like, I was like, oh, Tara's that girl that we saw in the uh, the thing because it's supposed to like you're supposed to think that Art's watching this in real time, yeah. And then like this happens after he watches that news footage, but do you like realize it's a flashback kind of thing? But yeah, I totally thought Tara was the the mutilated girl at the uh, beginning. So Tara's not actually dead, but he does fire that round through her cheek. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm out of bullets. Yes. He goes all the way back to his lair, reloads his gun, <laughs> comes back, and Tara's still laying there, and then blam, right in the head. And then six more times in the head. Right. He, like he empties that gun into her head. He does not mess around. He knows you finish him off. Yeah, it was crazy because I was like, I was like, oh, she might live. Do the cheek. Okay. Bam, bam, bam. I was like, no, she's done. Like we are finished. And while he's reloading his gun in his lair, he finds Tara's phone and he gets a text message from the sister saying, hey, I'm here. Where the hell are you guys? And then Art types, come around back. It's unlocked. Come inside. Dawn's sick. Yeah, Dawn's yeah. sick. Come around yeah. back. And then he smashes the phone with a hammer. No, he takes a selfie with Dawn's cut in half body and then smashes the phone. <laughs> oh, which, did he? Yeah, because oh. remember, remember when she takes a picture of him in the, um, the uh, pizza parlor, she's like, this already has six likes. And like just messing with them. That's a good call. And then he takes a he takes a selfie with Don's cut in half body while it's hanging, smiling all like happy, like he's taking a selfie for Instagram. And I was like, I was like, that's getting flagged for content. Like that's getting taken down. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) That'll be removed. But um, as this is happening, um, like he texts that to the sister, but then he turns around and the the baby doll lady just saw him shoot Don in the head six times. Right. She witnessed the whole thing. And she runs away. And that's when Art goes after her. And this scene is fucking bananas. So the the woman with the doll, uh, we'll just keep calling her Cat Lady, right? So Cat Lady runs to Mike, the exterminator, and she is just like incoherent gibberish, like, help, something's happening, what's going on? And and Mike's like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's nobody else in here. Who the hell are you? Yeah. (laughs) He's like surprised to see her. And while she's getting all crazy weird, um, they're in the stairwell and uh, Mike dials. Uh, I didn't know who exactly who it was at first. It was like just yeah. another. I thought co-worker. it was his boss with the guy he got the job from. Yeah. Right. And when he's like, I guess he's trying to explain that there's someone else in here or something's going on. He, he takes a hammer to the back of the head from Art. Right. And he's down for the count or so we think. Yeah. yeah. Art, uh, Art doesn't follow through this time for some reason. Well, because the cat lady runs away and he's like preoccupied with the cat lady. Uh, so he like, he, he thinks that the exterminator guy's down and he's like, okay, time to go take care of this cat lady. She runs down into the most abandoned underground pipe hallway ever. <laughs> and then art catches up to her. She's missing her baby, by the way. Yes. Yeah. She's looking for her baby. She's like, where are you, Emily or whatever the baby's name is. I think it's Emily is Something what she like calls that, the, yeah. the baby. And she's looking up in the ceiling rafters. I'm like, your baby doll's not going to be up there, but Okay. Um, then Art runs into her, and then... Maybe the rats took her. Maybe that's why she's looking up in the rafters. <laughs> rats, do you have my baby? Then she looks in the hallway, and there's Art on the ground with the baby doll, like, rocking it. And she's like, oh, back, my God. Back to the camera, right? We yeah. don't see anything quite yet. And she walks up, and she's like, don't hurt my baby. Have you ever known a mother's touch? And then she gets really motherly and starts stroking his face. So weird. And then he curls up into her and starts sucking his thumb. And... I was Such like, disturbing this yeah. is so fucking weird. Cause I was like, Oh, is this like why he's like, he was abused or he had no parents or like, maybe this is his arc. No, he's just fucking with her. Right. Cause it cuts away. We don't see what happens just yet. Yes. It, At this to, point it cuts away. Um, the sister discovers Dawn yes. sawed in half by calling the phone 
mm-hmm. or something like that, and it yeah. rings or something. And she it, finds it, yeah. essentially she finds Dawn or whatever, and then so she's like, ah, um, flawless. Thank you. And so she tries to escape, and who lo and behold shows up? Super weird. Buffalo well, Bill. <laughs> before let's set it up right. So she comes into a room, and there's a woman under a blanket. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess the crazy cat lady's just left on the ground. And she's like... Because she's moving. The person on the ground's moving. Oof. Right. And she's like, I think the sister's like, Tara? Tara, is that you? Yeah. yeah. It ain't Tara. It ain't even cat lady. It is Art wearing cat lady scalp Oof. and her tits. Yeah. Her yes. whole chest. She He scalped her and then de-chested her. Cut off the top and the front. And I was like... I'm not watching this. I'm like, I'm not seeing this nonsense. And then he does a goodbye horses dance as the sister Victoria runs away and hides in like this little closet with a peephole. And she's like looking through the peephole. And then you see like art, the clown who is naked, who's out of his clown outfit. Mm hmm wearing the cat lady's scalp and chest and he does the he does his silence of the lambs kooky dance and i was like if they fucking pipe in goodbye horses here i will excuse everything wrong with this movie <laughs> but they didn't they even show the cat lady on the floor dying without her hair i know yeah I was like Oof. you even see her brain it was he didn't just scalp her he like he, he made a cap yeah, yeah it was like Ooh. i did write at this point this movie leans into the gore very heavily which i think might be an understatement <laughs> that is a little bit of an understatement statement yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna say science of the lambs did it better all right I'm just <laughs> yeah i mean it is science of the lambs versus the terrifier but it was so weird that he just went from that weird thumb sucking because i thought like oh this is going to change the character no no he's full on board with what he's got to do and um so victoria he disappears out of sight through the peephole well what happens is is that uh, mike's buddy the other exterminators outside rattling the door, like yeah. trying to get Mike's attention. It's like, dude, you called me and hung up the phone. I don't know what's going on. You got to come out and let me in. Was that guy's name Will? Yeah. Yeah, Will. I don't know why I remember yeah, that. How, wow, what a deep cut. <laughs> I read it in the credits. No, I'm more impressed with I, I, rem- I remembered it from last night, and then I was like, when you said it again, I was like, oh, I think that dude's name is Will. That's one of the names. Yeah. I, that was one of the most random pieces of fucking information I remember from this <laughs> Wasn't movie. Wasn't that third extra called Steve? <laughs> like, as a matter of fact... <laughs> Now, uh, Art, here's Will, like, rattling the doors. I think he even honks the horn. He's just like, come on, dude. Like, you called me. You got me out here. It's 2 in the morning. WTF. Finally, he's like, you know what? Fuck this. He gets back in his car, and this is where I thought, oh, good for Will. Will's team Will. He's going to survive. Then he's like, ah. I bet there's a key under the mat, just like there is in every commercial building. Yeah, <laughs> right. Anyone with an investment likes to basically leave access to it right yeah. away. <laughs> uh, so he looks under the mat, and lo and behold, there's a key. Uh, and, and Will looks like a knockoff Dante from Clerks. <laughs> yeah, he sure I does. expect him to say, he's like, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would have been awesome. Uh, so he goes into uh, what is now rapidly gone from a rat infestation to just some sort of death building. A corpse repository. <laughs> oh, a morgue, if you will. Will finds the baby doll on the ground. And he's like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. And Art comes up from behind. Oh, and yeah. not only does he uh, like stab him in the back, he then saws his head off. Just yes. in real time, we see this happen. And let's just say, for a movie on a low budget, 
they did a really good job mm-hmm. on that severed head. It looked just like Will. I don't know how many movies I've seen where this prosthetic <laughs> is a little cheesy and doesn't look like a human head, but this one was like, I maybe they really saw this guy's head off. Yeah, it's I'm possible. Convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced the movies. This Will, movie call us. Let us know you're okay. <laughs> you all right, man? It wasn't right. in effect, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut to Victoria, who's still hiding, and then Art rides out on a, in back in full clown outfit, rides out on a tiny bicycle. As you do. He rides out and then she decides that this is the point I'm going to try to escape. And she tries to get away. And like at this point, my room is like, you know, you get away, you stick a stick in his spokes. <laughs> I was like, that's clever. But um, she's caught by art with like a plastic sheet and he's like suffocating her. Yeah. Like, well, OK, that's an efficient way to do it. Out of all the kills you've done, this one makes more sense. Instead of sawing a woman in half, now we're going to kill her the old fashioned way. Got to give full crop props to my roommate again. She's sitting there like, why do women die from this? Take your fingers and poke a hole through your mouth. Like, I'm just like. Holy shit. Like it never dawned on me. I was like, holy shit. That is exactly what you should immediately do. And she does it. Yeah. In the movie, the girl does that. And then like art looks at the bag like, well, huh, that was foolproof. How did this not work? And I was like, I love that moment. I think for all the wrong reasons, because I think like art looking at it was just like, well, son of a bitch, this should have worked. Yeah. He's like stupefied by this. (laughs) (laughs) The old bag over the mouth thing. That's a tried and true. Yeah. During the kerfuffle, she stabs art in the foot. Oh, again he, with the foot. He, he like mime screams. He's still not screaming or, or right. talking. I was Which like, I thought was kind of cool. But he does flip her off as she runs away. Like that part. <laughs> I, I missed that, but I, I heard about it. As she's running away, she finds her dead sister. It's like, Aww. okay, there is your uh, closure. You know, your sister did not make it. With a sign that says circus. The art made that says circus. And I was like, I don't think art knows what a circus is. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's a really bad clown, and he's not great at identifying clown things. So Maybe he's an alien, kind of like a Pennywise, or he thinks... <laughs> thinks he knows what everything is supposed oh. to be and he's not quite got it yet. Or is this a Silent Hill circus? Who knows? Ooh, Maybe that's what are, circuses are in Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah, that's but right. Then, but then knockoff Billy Zane um, exterminator guy comes in and rescues Victoria. Right, Mike is not dead. The one who got hit in the back of the head on the stairwell. Mike still made around. it? Mike well, not made quite. it. Well, he made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving it the old college try. Yeah. Then they together. He calls, he calls the police. Right. Together they get into a room that's not locked and calls the police and is like, the police are like, okay, we're sending officers on the way. Just stay on the line with me. And exterminator guy and all of his brilliance says, I'm not going to do that. Uh, this lady's injured, which she is. I mean, uh, she got the shit kicked out of her. She's bleeding out. She's, and she's also like um, in shock. Right. So he's like, I got to get her to the ER. Bad, bad move. You sit down and you fortify. Like yes. you are in a room. You could see all the approach vectors. Like you're And gonna- when we say room, we mean like uh, the superintendent manager's office because there's yeah. like computers that are on. Like, it yeah. looks like this place was just used seconds ago, but no, they <laughs> run into this room. It's supposed to be abandoned. But yeah, he's like, he says, I've got to go. We're going to leave now and go to a hospital. I'm like, no, dude, they are coming for right. you. Right. The 911 operator is like, just stay there. The police are coming. That was the most blase 911 operator, though. She's like, what's your emergency? I need you to sit still. Do you have, I was like, oh. Like, it was the wife of the director. You know, <laughs> it was like clearly someone who's not an actor doing this line reading. At first, I thought, I was like, oh, is this art fucking with them? I thought so too. Yeah. I totally was like, ooh, art's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this has got to be art because no 911 person would hear multiple homicides and be like, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> he's in the phones. Watch yeah. out. <laughs> well, at this, I mean, I, I. What is he, a gremlin from Gremlins yeah, yeah, too? He's a lightning. <laughs> it seems to be a trend lately. Uh, I started this movie going, is art supernatural? And ending going, yes, 
art is supernatural. So once I decided, art, where I saw him cut someone in half, I was like, okay, he's some sort of supernatural clown being. I assumed he could fuck with electronics. I got a show no, for you. It's not? called Supernatural. You <laughs> might really enjoy it. Is it called Is This Supernatural? I want, I want or not? every episode for you to interview. Like, was that Supernatural? Um, <laughs> That's our new podcast, John. Yes, we watch every episode of Supernatural at the end. Like, was that Supernatural? Was it? I really need them to start being like, this is Supernatural, guys. Prepare so that I can, you know, get on board here. You don't want to do the work yourself. No, a sign, a subtitle, something to let me know. Supernatural shit's happening. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so they, they decide they're going to leave. Yeah, and Victoria and Mike are trying to get out to get to the hospital and they're caught by art and he just beans the hell out of mike and then smushes his head in oh yeah fucking boot stomps his head into mush and it it cracks open like a cantaloupe and it's disgusting and i'm just like i i just hate seeing that it was tough but i was once again i was like look at these fucking effects damn yeah this movie had a very good effects team yeah that's some early savini level stuff too it's like quality sister's trying to get away she gets caught but does manage to poke art in the eye like take his eye out yeah she ain't going down easy um so she ends up in the same place where our poor decapitated will is Mm -hmm. um and it turns out art knows how to drive (laughs) yeah in a in a she's like in a garage trying to get out but it's locked Art goes outside, gets in Will's truck, and just drives it through the fucking garage door, <laughs> smashes into her. Yeah, just really fucks her up. Again, this is I love. I did love the fact that sometimes Art plays by these like really like traditional rules, and then out of nowhere, he's like, "I've got access to a truck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna use a gun, and you're just like, you could have led with any of those and been done with all those, but then it goes back to him playing with the food and trying yeah. to do things. But you it's know, like being very creative. It would have been awesome if this movie just committed and Art was stuck like using Looney Tunes level physics like he runs out the window and until he looks down he doesn't fall yeah you know uh, that would be actually very amusing uh but then it would have made it a little bit more uh, comedic than i think they were going for so after he hits uh victoria with the truck the cops show up in droves yeah and i gotta give it to the the cops in this movie they showed restraint normally when cops come oh, in dude. like it's like shoot first like it seems like well, not all cops, but it seems like shoot first, ask questions later in movies, especially. Yeah. They walk in and they're like, we're going to give you to the count of three to put your hands up or we're going to have to shoot you. And they do. They like give him every chance to like turn around and give up. But like, what is he doing? And he's over Victoria's body doing something. Oh, he's fucking her up. They show too much restraint because he they he's just gouging at this poor woman. Just shoot him. Well, they, don't, they don't know what's going on yet, though. So no, they're true, like, right. OK. And then like he starts to slowly get up and he reaches towards his ankle, I guess, to grab his ankle gun that he has and then they shoot art a couple times did he i thought art killed himself oh that's right no he does he pulls he, the he gun shoots up himself, and shoots right. himself in the head and then, but it looks like he actually puts it in his mouth and blows his head open yes which i think he does i think so then it, maybe art is supernatural yes because in my journey of is art supernatural or not at this point i wrote i guess not <laughs> <laughs> so here's where we are in my journey um, you're just all over the place with yes. this uh, or it's a real roller coaster yeah. for you <laughs> Uh, and then we go to the morgue where we once again see the most douchiest mortician of all time. Give uh, me a sandwich with mustard on it. Oh, these guys, once you've seen a baby microwave, an eight month old microwaved in a, a eight month old mi- microwaved. Yeah. Everything's old hat or somebody right. says. And That's I was exactly like, what he says. I was like, oh, God, no. Like, sir, you are too flippant about this. Like. Again, I want a normal corner. Just <laughs> yeah. one person who's like, this is terrible. Yeah, this guy's such a tool. So back to your supernatural thing, like mm-hmm. Art the Clown wasn't dead. All the lights and every electronics in the room start going ape shit. Like they start like 
the radios are going off, the lights are flickering. It's like, weird. Electricity's humming. Lightning's hitting the building. Lightning is hitting <laughs> yeah. the building. And like, and then and then he's like, whoa, that was crazy. And then turns back around and then Art is alive and reaches up and grabs him. And to end the journey of John's is the supernatural or not, I wrote. JK, I guess so. <laughs> yes. So the coroner's dead. Yes. And Victoria's revealed to be the mangled woman. Or right. sorry, the mutilated yeah, face. Yeah, we got to a scene in a hospital where we realized that that's so not if you didn't realize that was a, a, a this whole movie's like a flashback to that scene, pretty much. Which mm-hmm. I liked. I wrote, oh, the girl from the beginning's a girl from the that end. That worked. Clever. Yeah. For, I also was really hoping we get a scene where they actually show Victoria's face, because like in the interview at the very beginning, she's like, what did you do the first time you saw your face? And then they actually cut to the hospital where they're actually introducing Victoria after the accident mm-hmm. and everything like that. Accident, the horrific event. Yeah. Um, I really wanted a Joker from 1980s Batman. Like she smashes the mirror and just like starts laughing maniacally. I was like, that would have been cool. But again, I really wish there was some kind of motivation or reason or like art has powers every year, but only on Halloween or Victoria knew art from, I mean, I needed some kind of like story to really make me just care more about these characters. Mm. And and I'm on the other side of it. Like, I don't want to know any more about this character. Whatever they come up with is going to be stupid. So how many times have we been let down when they start explaining away the monster? I just, we don't explain away the monster. I'm just saying like, the thing is, is like, Michael Myers came back from, you know, like his psychotic, whatever, you know, like Freddie came back from, you know, like Jason brought back by fucking dumbass Tommy, you know, like that's what I'm saying. I just need a moment of like, this is why any of this should be happening. I don't need to know, like, it's like you, Michael Myers comes back to get Lori because of the quote unquote, you know, I view art as like a natural disaster. Why does a tornado happen? It's just a shitty, it's just a bad day for you. You sounded like Joe Dirt just there. Why are boobs good? Why is the sunset good? Yeah, it's just a, it's just a shitty, shitty day for that poor group of people. And there is, that's what makes it so horrifying. There is no rhyme or reason. There's nothing they could have done different. I mean, maybe not harass him, but like for the poor guy who's just fucking there to kill rats, he's just doing his job. And I I agree with you. I agree with you. And honestly, I'm glad we talked about this movie because I watched it. I did not like it when I watched it last night. And today talking about it, like I'm having more fun with it. And I'm like, okay, this is actually a little more entertaining now because of the interactions we're having right. with it. But that, that goes back to what I've said before in the podcast. I'm just like, going to tell you, Garrett, right now, you just need to start watching movies with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the scalpel. We're going right, in. Go cut them out. Uh, I will so, end with uh, one last bit of Art the Clown funness. The subtitle for the credit song that plays just says, Tense rock music playing. So uh, does tense rock music slap? You're going to have to watch this movie to find out. There's a lot of like intense, like intensifying music pops up a lot of times with the subtitles on this one. I love when subtitles try to describe music. There is one scene that I did want to mention before we uh, wrap it up here is that during the final cat and mouse chase with Victoria outside in the garage before he hits the garage with the car, uh, there's a little slit that's opened up that Victoria has managed to worm her way into this garage. And she's like looking and looking and looking and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden an arm just pops through with a clown horn and goes, <laughs> I, was like, I just started laughing my ass off at that. That was like a great he's, slight yeah, moment he's of levity. Her with the, like the clown bike horn. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, I, did, I should have expected a clown horn at some point, but no, but yeah, it, I thought that was a really well done. That scene. giant door also says keep out in giant red spray paint. <laughs> and I was all like, 
Well, I mean, you know, what do you do? Yeah, you're getting chased <laughs> like, by a maniacal demon clown. I was like, Who was that put there by art? Was that put there by someone else? Yeah. And was this art's home? Because the movie starts out when he's watching the, the newscast. Yeah. He's getting his accoutrement together again. I'm going to assume no, because crazy cat lady didn't know. Him. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like <laughs> you she, think she knows her neighbors. Yes. And that was another <laughs> angle I thought they might take with it, where like she was aware of what Art was doing I in this thought building. They knew, yes. I thought they'd know each other also. When they first introduced her, I was like, oh, she's crazy enough to be friends with Art. Yeah, she's in on it. Yeah, right? I yeah. thought she yeah. was like, or she's shepherded people. Like a or... Mrs. Voorhees situation. And yeah. maybe even if not to that level, she's aware of it, but looks the other way. Right. You know, something like that. But it turns out to be completely wrong. So no, I don't think this is his home. <laughs> when when he when in the hallway scene when he's got that baby, I was like, "Oh God, he's gonna raise that baby a mime." Someone needs to call CPS. <laughs> I was like, "No, take that doll away from him." Well, there's going to be a Terrifier 2, and it's going to be starring Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. No way. Yep. Mm, so uh, that one is on the docket to come out. This movie doesn't need a sequel. I once sometimes I feel like you catch lightning in a bottle, right? You're gonna what more can they do with the terrifier? They hit all the right check marks. They're just gonna either rehash it or try to bring in some new clown shit that nobody wants to see. We'll see. Maybe Garrett will get his wish and he'll get a, all the backstory to Art. I clown. don't want all the backstory. I want motivation <laughs> okay. or a character arc. I want I want script writing 101 is what I want. Sure. And my point being is maybe you're gonna get what you're looking for. At, at this current moment, I don't have any reason to hate a sequel. Uh, I'm so generally anti-sequel. See, I always start, like, if you know zero is neutral, I always start like negative three on a, on a sequel. I agree with you, except there are cases where that's not the case. Bad Boys 2. Oh, I mean, sequels can win me over, but they're gonna have to be good to do it. Also, Bad Boys 2, ugh, that movie could have stopped you, Pretty much, you can you can stop right now. They did not need to go to Cuba. You, you know stop. it. I know it. I Everybody. know. Yes, it's <laughs> yes. They did not need to go to Cuba. It's like um, the Rock. No, not yeah. the Rock. Um, uh, Con Air. The moment the plane lands, that's it. Your movie's over. Yeah, they you did. can just roll credits. I didn't need like a six-hour Bad Boys movie, but anyway, we should start a podcast where we talk about movies that basically should have stopped ten minutes before <laughs> they actually end. Sure. But to get back to Art the Clown, this is his second appearance. This isn't his first and only film. This isn't his first clown rodeo true but anthology what was it a 10 15 minute short you know couldn't say i, I plan on watching it now after watching yeah. this one so um i can report back later but again i'm not gonna knock a, a potential sequel if they think they have enough ideas and enough more inventive kills you know i'm into it let's see it i'm 100 into a sequel because i feel like what else you can't just do more gore i mean you can but i feel like they're going to add some kind of plot device into this. Watch and I'd Hell love to House, know what it is. And then watch Hell House 2. And then if you really want to, watch Hell House 3. And you'll see these independent films, man, they don't have... Or you just watch Sleepaway Camp 2 per our uh, most... One of our recent podcasts that you have... You I'm not, will hear or may have heard. <laughs> um, I'm not saying you're wrong. Patented throw wherever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, the... Yes, the... the the blueprint is out there for a bad sequel to come, right? It's it's just how it goes a lot yes. of the times. But I'm willing to give it a chance. Okay. I'm not going to write it off before it's out. That's what I'm saying. I like Friday the 13th Part 2 more than I like Part 1. Yeah, everybody does, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a good... Sequels can definitely... One, yeah. And the thing is, I think now doing what they've done, I think they are going to try to add some plot device. Whether it be a character arc or background story or something, I'd like to know at least see what they can, they can do. 
All if right. it's just if it's just more the same, then I agree with you, John. We could have done without it. But hey, if there's an audience, again, back to what I said at the beginning. If there's an audience and people dig something, fucking awesome. I want you to have more of what you guys like. But I just I wanted yeah. a little bit more out of it. Yeah, that's fair. Art's getting a clown car. There's gonna be a hundred arts in there. He's gonna try to drive it through a garage door and it's gonna stop. <laughs> well, I suppose we'll find out in 2020. That's when the sequel comes out, so we'll uh, keep you up to date on that. Oh, that's very close. Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, stay tuned for all your art the clown needs. Well, listeners, did you like the Terrifier? Why don't you let us know on our social media? You can find us at Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And uh, you can find more Grave Talk content at www.thegravetalk.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.